America. My name is Amiose Frimpong, and I come to you live every Friday. Today, I'm doing a special Wednesday show because I have a little bit of a backlog of ideas, and I want to get them out to the people, lest you squander your lives for the lack of this kind of wisdom. You're welcome. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about the child tax credit, right? So the child tax credit is uh, $300 per child around going out to every, you know, parent in America, which I think is kind of, well, with the right paperwork <laughs> to get the check and, 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 and has all the government paperwork in. Uh, but I think it's, it's actually a, a very, it might, be a, it might be one of the most powerful legacy pieces that, that Biden, the Biden administration actually issues forth because it actually is a, uh, it emancipates families from wealth, right? So the idea is that families, family planning shouldn't be a luxury good. It shouldn't be something that is determined by wealth. It should, and just like in marriage, you shouldn't marry in order to get rich and you shouldn't marry in order to stay um, um, wealthy, right? Um, right, so that's, that if marriage is, is tied to wealth, that's kind of not a free institution, institution of freedom, it's, it's tied to something else, right? And the same with kids, you shouldn't, if you're struggling, you shouldn't struggle more for having kids because that means some sort of financial problem. Your civil freedom is is starting to screw up your your family uh, your family planning, which, which which is going to be a different sort of sphere of right. Like, and we don't have poll taxes for the same reason. It, your vote, your ability to vote, your ability to participate in politics in general shouldn't be dependent upon um, how much wealth you have. Right? These are different autonomous spheres of right. Right? They could be modified to account for each other, but one shouldn't be dependent upon each other, reduced to the other. Right now, like, your civil rights, this will actually free up families and free up like, the person who's participating in society. Especially, uh, so your civil rights are now curtailed when you have kids because like, your job prospects change and everything kind of changed. And all of that should just not be the case. So we should have uh, you know, universal child care should be in the books, and also the stipends. And there's a great book called Democracy Unchained by Richard Dean Winfield. And on page 95, he actually makes the case that pretty much we need to give every family um, uh, 900 bucks per month per kid, because that's how much it costs. There's a report that comes out of the Department of Agriculture. I'll put the report in the description about how like, that's pretty much what it costs to raise like a middle-class kid, 900 bucks a month. And, that's, and so... Um, and especially if you adjust for public schools and universal childcare, it's still 900 bucks on, on top of that. So, you know, lessons are expensive. My kid takes violin lessons, my other kid takes cello lessons. And just, you know, keeping them active and engaged and culturally robust is expensive. By the way, if you support that, go ahead and go to www.funkyacademic.com and kick in $5, $15, or $50 a month. Because I try to give a service here, lest you squander your life or get confused about your aspirations, both political, social, or family. And uh, I want you to I read and study and, and talk so that you don't make the same mistakes that all your friends are making. And those people who have been uh, with me for the last few years are probably the most interesting people in like, their friend circles. So you're all welcome. But in order to help me do what I do so that you can continue to do what you do better, go ahead and kick in $5, 15 or $50 a month over at thefunkyacademic.com. So what I want to tell you is that the child tax credit emancipates family planning from wealth. You should not get married for wealth. You should not stay married because of money. You should not, um, uh, it's same with like how many kids you have. I can be talked through arguments about why we should limit something like this 
to um uh you know four kids or three kids but for the most part i think your family planning should be up to how you want to organize your life not necessarily wealth right so there is that right and we also have a vested interest in everybody's kids being good <laughs> and well taken care of so child poverty isn't just good for the child and it's not just good for the parents it's good for the people who that child might steal from if they they grow up in depraved conditions right i want every kid in my kids classroom to come from like to not be in want because that makes my kids learning environment better right so this is great tax bezos or don't tax bezos but go ahead and tax bezos and gates and give that money to all my classmates parents to raise the kid that's going to be in my classmate and that's good for me i'm fine with that um and that's good for america so we want to decouple wealth which has a proper place in civil society and market-based civil society from families and and how you organize your family and i think that's very important and this is a huge move it's a leap for freedom I, and i and i want people to talk about this as a leap for freedom this as a decoupling because make no mistake and i think this is especially important because we're just coming out of this pandemic where like an entire class of women were just mass demoted because they were like forced by circumstances to stay home uh, and zoom school their kid or homeschool their kid or like so we have to talk about how people shouldn't be punished for having kids just in general it's the big decision and how in this specific policy is one more specific way in which you don't punish people for having kids. Now, you know, you can hire someone to help your kid through Zoom school while you work, right? So this is, uh, I don't know, in general, this is good. I support it. This is any sort of policies that will emancipate fam the sphere of family from wealth and civil society is, is good. Just like we are anti-poll tax. Um, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay to vote. And that's good too. That's good for freedom too, because there's different spheres of freedom and they interconnect and have to kind of accommodate each other, but um, they can't overwhelm each other. And right now, the cost of raising a kid is overwhelming, like how I understand what it is to raise a kid. Right? And that should govern whether or not I raise a kid, how that'll affect my life, not just monetarily, but you know, depending on who you talk to spiritually. All right, thank you for your time. Uh, this is the legacy piece, and I hope this helps you talk about it in a, a better way. This is like the Biden legacy in a way that can be actually useful because it could go for you know a deeper, a deeper program that actually is serious about emancipating family planning from the overwhelming um, uh, demands of the market, the market economy. Because I don't want to get rid of the market economy. I also don't want the market economy to kind of metastasize and cannibalize what we think about as in terms of like how we plan our families. All right, thank you for your time, peace.